Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Welcome, you and you, and you over there too, and you leaving already. Well, goodbye. Thanks for stopping. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. I'm Kurt Cobain. And I am Kayla Thornton, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. It is. We are here week 712. <laughs> Mm, um it's wednesday uh in the very end of august towards the very end of 2023 beyonce is impending in terms of where i live Mm -hmm. so things are happening the planet's spinning um do you have experiences in life that you'd like to share? Or <laughs> well, I actually did just go see Beyonce last week in Vegas. I actually lost my voice a little bit at the concert. It's kind of still iffy, but um, another incredible show. I am continuously impressed with her. Um, and school has started back up, so <laughs> I won't say I'm depressed. Like <laughs> I do actually like school. I am one of those people, but I'm just so ready to graduate. I am so ready. Nobody likes school. I love school. I'm already thinking about the other degrees I'm going to get after I get done with this one, but I'm going to take a break. Yeah, you like being educated and you like having paperwork that says you're educated. Nobody likes No, I like learning. Yeah, it's fun. No, I like school. I like all kinds of places. I like going to class. And listening to my professor and having conversations with my classmates, like, I like school. I do. I like it. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just, I'm ready to be done with this degree. It's very intense. I don't think I'll ever get another degree that requires this much work out of me. But but the semester has started back up, about 275 days till graduation. And I'm just thinking about it like that. (laughs) Yeah. I already started the countdown, so. But, um, you know, it's, it's a busy time. I'm very busy. I saw, like, six clients today and had my own therapy and two classes. So I'm right back in the swing of things. But, you know, otherwise can't really complain. 
What about you? How are you feeling? You excited for Beyonce this weekend? I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes, I am. I'm just going to say yes. I don't feel like being depressing. Okay. Um, Yeah. I'm um, hoping that although I'm going alone um, and... I feel like I emotionally damaged myself through this whole, like, everyone's seen it already. And you've probably already seen the whole fucking show and don't even realize it. And what's life worth? Like, I'm just hoping that I'm going to go to it and just, it's going to happen to me and I'm going to be happy. Yes. I'm hoping that for you too, Frank, because it really is an incredible experience. And you are going alone, but... You don't, you know, you don't have to go alone. So I am sitting by myself. No, but I'm, I'm just saying, you don't have to. You could. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. What? Oh, it's Black Excellence. Okay. So this week in our Black Excellence. Okay, I kind of feel like I want to mention a few people. Oh shit! I just. To pull something up. It's fine. It's okay. You can do this. Don't worry about it. Simone Biles. Oh, yes. Burr, 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 burr. Simone Biles is now uh, the recipient of eight all around national titles as a gymnast and a badass. <laughs> A bad bitch, if you may, if I may, rather. Yes, she received her latest all-around title at the U.S. Championship this past Sunday. She posted a total score of 118.40, which was full four full points ahead of the runner-up, Shiley's Jones. She led the girlies in uh, vault beam, and floor exercises. Um, And so, once again, know her name, know her face, know her body. Um, It's the one and the only Simone Biles. Yes. 26 years old. (laughs) And still killing it. Absolutely. Go off, Simone. 26 for me, I was still stupid. Like, like stupider than now, but like no semblance of like, Mm -hmm. do good. (laughs) <laughs> well, gymnasts, you know, that's something. You start early. You know, you turn pro as a yeah. gymnast when you're like 13 or 14. So I was going to say five. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like a yeah. lot. Of, yeah. When they talk it's about nice. her, they're like, she's so old. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I did read that she's like the oldest person to receive a, a, yeah. an all-around title or something at 26. So I was like, am I, is that a typo? I don't, what? <laughs> I yeah, didn't get it. No, I think the girls normally just sit down by this point. But Simone says she's going to take some time off and then come back and just continue to beat y'all's asses. And like Coco. Did you see Coco at the U.S.? Oh, we're going to talk about the. Oh, day. amen. Amen. Um, first, I would like to say uh, congratulations to Janiah Baker. Janiah Baker has made history in Miami-Dade County. Public schools, mm. which I'm saying hard, but she's done it by jumping from ninth to twelfth grade. 
first person ever to do it um, at 15 years old. Holy shit. She's just ready to finish school, she says. Uh, (laughs) She is now a senior at Hempstead Senior. I don't think I'm familiar with that school. Uh, She's also a member of the varsity cheerleading team. She has the highest GPA in her class, of course. Um, And she says in the future, she aims to attend FIU where she wants to major in business and continue cheering. Work. Oh, Mickey, you're so funny. So yeah. I hate Mickey. Just like that. Who the fuck is Mickey? Not sure, but I just can't imagine being 15 and being like, you know, I think I'm ready for the 12th grade and everybody agreeing with that. Like, I'm sure a lot of freshmen are like, oh, I'm ready to be done with school. And they like, that's not what, I can. I that's not what these reading scores say. <laughs> No, you have to Let do me stop. That. That's not nice. That's it's not like, nice. <laughs> Florida's schooling in 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 general. I mean, look at the material. I mean, Oklahoma cannot talk. We truly. I went to one of like three good schools in Oklahoma. So just, it's like the government is like actively working against oh, yeah. children oh, yeah. being educated. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's true. Florida's like, do kids need to learn how to read? <laughs> Or is reading just a path to being woke? <laughs> it's not funny. It's really not. But goddamn. I feel like ever since the girlies told Jeb Bush, you take the fucking FK. You do it. <laughs> and he gags. Yeah. Yeah, they've had they've had it, it was out. The same, yeah. For the school bad. and girlies. That's too bad. Anyway. Congratulations to you, young Janaya. You know, if I had the capabilities to get the hell out of Dodge as quickly as you did, I would have done the same. Mm-hmm. Um, alas, earwax. Um, I think that's gonna be it for my Black Excellence this week. Oh, okay. Let's transition into a pop culture segment that we call Hot Tops. Indiana Jones and the Dick of Destiny. Mm. Yummy. Um, so, you mentioned an icon. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to her. But before we do, I feel like we have a really important question, completely separate. Um, something I feel like we really all should consider. Um, especially as Americans. Okay. Is Mitch McConnell dead? <laughs> like, is he dead? <laughs> is it possible that he has passed? <laughs> and what we're seeing is some sort of like an animatronic <laughs> or maybe some sort of like top secret technology that just props him <sighs> up, kind of like um that one movie, Bernie. Weekend at Bernie's, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, I just think it's time we consider that that man is dead. Yeah. Yeah. This is the second time he has glitched like this in the middle of public appearances. Like, literally, somebody asked him the most basic question. Like, what are you thinking about as far as, like, running for re-election in 2026? And this nigga just froze. Like... (laughs) It's like that little colored wheel that shows up on your Mac yeah. when it's like I've had enough of your shit and you have to go. Try he needs to force a cooling quit. fan, probably like a cool, <laughs> like a. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but that he can't be much longer for this world. 
Not at all. I'm telling you that man is not <laughs> not technically here no more. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe mean, in I those don't moments, have no empathy. None. What a horrible Maybe in those person. moments, those frozen moments, it's, you know, him just communicating with the other side. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe it's the, the side. it's All the, right. it's the deep whisper of Satan going soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. Oh my God! Now I'm going to have endless. <laughs> visions mm-hmm. of what Satan is doing to, to occupy <laughs> that time. Oh yeah. Like now I'm pre- I'm picturing like a full on like a a full Broadway performance. <laughs> I'm talking like this man has like a top hat. He has dancers with feather boas. Like I think like oh, Satan yeah. is singing like a soon song. Mm-hmm. And and we can't see it or hear it because we're not dead yet. Right. You know? Right. Yes. But he has like that just tiny, I feel mm-hmm. like this has been in a show. Maybe the Sandman. I don't know, but I think I'm seeing your vision. Like Mitch McConnell just in a conference room somewhere, and then all of a sudden he just sees Hamilton playing in the back of the room and nobody else can see it or hear it. But it's all about him and how his like legacy demonic is trash. flapper girls, yeah, yes. yeah. and like confetti. Yes. They have like wings and like sharp teeth, but they also are like dressed like Sasha Fierce. Oh, okay, so like the angels in the Bible, and then like the devil is like front and center and and mm-hmm. singing like Wayne Brady. Yeah, and then then another time maybe he has like a life size Mitch McConnell like um, voodoo doll that he's like, okay. poking at and laughing I like maybe like, like a I'm just cut out <laughs> whatever whichever whatever yeah well I well, mean <laughs> whatever fuck right on off well, that just made me feel better about the situation it's yeah just I mean devil. he's just a horrible person. <laughs> Yeah, I feel, you know, I, I, I I'm on. How is he still allowed to go places in public and represent anything besides a bed? Like, please. How is this man still working? It doesn't make any sense. It does not. This is a horrible country, though. A terrible. Oh, and real quick. Speaking of Odell white people that are still walking around, Rudy Giuliani lost that lawsuit, um, yes, that defamation lawsuit. That those wonderful black women um, placed against him after Amen. he and his team tried to accuse them of passing out USBs. Like, what did he say? Like, mints or something? <laughs> he said they were passing out USBs to try and um, Girl, throw the election. That's some shit y'all Georgia. did. <laughs> that is some shit y'all did. That is your guilty conscience. Either that or thinking like, damn, I should have thought of that. But like, either way, this is classic case of the guilty ass person trying to make everybody else guilty and it's like no bitch you and your sorry ass homeboys did this y'all did it and y'all are facing multiple charges in different states federal and state shit and I just I want I want these people to go to jail so so bad I want it so bad mm-hmm. um people were saying that Orange Julius looked really mad in his bunk shot but I feel like that's just his head isn't it <laughs> I mean, honestly, that mugshot kind of terrified me. I couldn't look at it for too long. Like, his face is demonic. 
His eyes yeah, are evil. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that he was any more, you know, I think that's just his face. I didn't think he mm-hmm. looked upset about having to take a mugshot. I think he's just ugly. Okay. Well, I mean, there is that. And the nigga was in and out of jail in like 10 minutes. So what do you really want me to do? It literally takes longer to get food at McDonald's. <laughs> like any given yeah. McDonald's. Ask for an ice cream. You will be there. Oh, yeah. McDonald's no, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. You might as well pull all, pull over. Come inside because you're not. You're just going to waste gas, baby. You're just going to waste at it. At that point. Yeah. Like, girl. And Atlanta traffic already be bad as hell. And this nigga had the whole highway shut down. Ooh. Oh, I can't imagine. Ooh, that was so ugly. So, but anyway, fuck him. Serena Williams and Alexis Ohanian have welcomed a second child, another girl. Yay. Welcome, Adira River Ohanian. I'm grateful to report our house is teeming with love, a happy and healthy newborn girl, and happy and healthy mama feeling grateful Serena Williams, you've now given me another incomparable gift. You're the gamote? Maybe, Greatest mom? Mother of all time. <laughs> Fuck, I'm stupid. Thanks to all the amazing medical staff who took care of my wife and our daughter. I'll never forget the moment I introduced Olympia to her baby sister. Oh, yeah. Those pictures were so sweet. Hmm. Good for them. She seems really happy with that white man. And so I say more power And he stands her. He does. And that's what you need out of a man, especially a white one. But that's what you need out of a partner. Hmm. Somebody who is just completely all about you and ready to be your biggest cheerleader at all times. You can't tell that man nothing about Serena Williams. Also, filthy, blasted, rich. So is not at all cloud chasing or pocket chasing (laughs) either. Like literally just stands you and believes that you are gorgeous and wants nothing more than to spend the rest of his life with you. Just grateful to be in your presence. I love that. Um, Speaking of tennis icons, iconography, icon, iconology. That's an Elliot EP. Yikes. (laughs) Iconography is something. Is I mean, it's... it's Okay. You know, let's just keep going. <laughs> let's just keep going. Um, Coco Goff. A legend. An icon. The moment. Everything else Wendy said. Um, had to get a couple white girls together this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, just trying to play the game of tennis. She even admitted she didn't play her best tennis, which I thought was great because she still won. Still um, and ate right. them up. Right. Um, but our girl Coco basically had to, I think in the first round, approach the umpire about her opponent, a German white woman named Laura Sigmund. Um, for basically this woman being slow, taking her whole white ass time, acting like everybody was there to basically work on her time and dime, going back and forth to her towel, going to pray, maybe to go check on her Animal Crossing (laughs) Island, like doing whatever the fuck it is when this girl's serving across from her or whatever. And so she, you know what I mean? Eventually, 19-year-old Coco, mind you, her opponent is 35. So it was also, like, stank. Because it's like, you feel like what? Because you've been doing this for however 20 more years than her or some shit like that. And and you feel 
Like what? She should just kiss her ass? Talk about she was playing unreasonably fast. No, you were acting a damn fool. You were being unreasonably slow. Mm -hmm. As Coco described it when she was asked how she felt about the win (laughs) after beating your ass. Yes. They said, we what was it like, Coco? What, what, what was that match like for you going up against Mr. German, bitch? Coco said, Slow. took an eternity. My God. <laughs> what? And I don't, like, apparently this was part of the rules of tennis. Like, you do have to do it in a certain amount of time. Don't get yeah. me to lying. But that was the whole reason Coco got to go over to the ump or the ref, whatever they call it, and be like, um... Can you not, you know, make this bitch put some pep in her step? Like, what is really going on here? So I was proud of her for sticking up for herself and saying something in a situation that had to be uncomfortable. Because it was like, if you weren't following around or or didn't know what's going on, you could probably just judge by the crowd's reaction as well as (laughs) the commentators who were like, she is 1000% right. So... (laughs) You know, it was clear that this white woman who is supposed to be overseeing the game was either showing some form of favoritism or just flat out letting the girl, like, mm-hmm. take her time, which is not how the damn game go. Yeah. And I also saw a clip of Coco saying to her, she's not supposed to be sitting down. Hmm. So then everybody's breaking the rules. Like, how the fuck you, you 35, been playing tennis professionally, but you just doing whatever the fuck you want to. And then in your press conference, you're crying, white tears, yeah. talking about how people were mean to you and you do the whole thing for, for you're not going to, you know, make rankings like you used to with da 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 meaning that you know that you're a flop. And then you talk about some, you just doing it, at this point, you do it for the people. And the people were so mean to you and crying all this other shit. Girl... Shut up. If you're doing it for the people, it's time to do something else. It's time. You know what the people wanted to see? A tennis match. Played according to the rules and regulations of the game. That's what that's what the people who tuned in wanted to see. Eight. Uh, and you lost. <laughs> so take that right on home with right. you. Talk about so I know I how I, when I get home or when I when I go home I can look in the mirror and know that I did a great job, but you know it's like she ain't had nothing to show for it in terms of how the people treated her and shit like that. Girl, you were playing and you know exactly what time it was. You couldn't keep up. Mama was chopping you at that neck and at them goddamn yeah. ankles. Yeah, and you felt like you could come and and play Pokemon Go in between serves mm-hmm. off to the goddamn side. You thought that you could check on your goddamn Tamagotchi. You thought that you could be over there motherfucking working on your Woobles. We're not doing that. Have <laughs> <laughs> so a game to play. Exactly. It's okay to say, you know what? I'm almost twice as old as that girl. She's very, very talented. She's very good. And I simply got beat. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of my career. You can't win them all. And that's it. Like, crying. Oh, God. When white women start crying over shit that is like, it's just not that serious. Immediately, my mind is like. Andor, it's your fault. (laughs) Ooh, now that's, that is an important caveat. It's important to say that, too. Because even if it is that serious, if you did it to your damn self, I don't want to see your fucking tears when there are actual people being harmed around you. Or like in this case, you are playing a game. There are rules to the fucking game. This is every and everybody knows this. Everybody there knew the rules, the commentators, the um, like everybody knows. 
So either play the fucking game or go home. You can because either do as, it or you can't. As you said, when other people are being harmed, example, people like Serena Williams, who constantly had to go up against people <laughs> in the sport and in the industry, be like, hey, um, constantly, I'm okay with, you know, suffering consequences when I do something wrong, when I do something to deserve them. You know, if Coco would have sat down, for example, during the match, it's a very good chance that somebody would have been like, you can't do that. Now you yeah. have a penalty or now you da, 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 da. It's like black girls, black players, mm-hmm. brown people, they're not getting the same leniency that exactly any old random white girl I never heard of in my life can get. And that's not okay. Yeah, I'm wondering like, and I'm would glad that, she spoke up for herself. Would that ref have let Coco sit there and do the same things that that 35-year-old white woman was doing? I doubt it. Likely not. Very likely not. Likely why she's she's saying something. And even when she approached her, you can hear her say, it's happened this time, it's happened that time, I didn't say anything, but now it's just ridiculous. So, and that's another thing. (laughs) Like, white people, especially a white woman, oh yeah, a fraction of, of, of just a Feeling an inkling of offense, <laughs> and everything has to get burned down. <laughs> Black folk will give you a chime after time after time after time after time because you know it's already an uphill battle to just yeah. get somebody to consider what to you have that. to say. Yeah. Right. Yes. But it's like you're going to keep playing in my face over and over and over and over and over again. No. 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 We're here to play tennis. I'm 19. This girl, 35 years old. Why do I have to tell her she got to stand up? Yeah. What are we doing? Speed up this ass whooping, please, and let's go. Yeah, like, I don't want to go home. <laughs> Sit down for what? This is not chess. This is tennis. Get, get up. Play the damn game. You Ugh. ain't the queen or the gambit. Get your <laughs> ass up. Get over here. <laughs> it's life. Yeah, come on and get this ass whooping. Let's go. Um, There was another... A young person in sports who made quite a raucous. His name's Noah Lyles. This is the thing I said I didn't bring up. I didn't mm. pull up. Like, I know what he said, and I know why it, like, pissed people off, but I didn't watch the clip of him saying it. Oh, well, this was actually part of my read. I was just gonna... Delicious! Talk about that whole story. Next. Okay, all right. Wonderful. Um, well, girlies, Miss Palmer had a kiki for her 30th birthday. And guess who her one-on-one guest was? Oh, Jesus. Her baby father. <laughs> her baby father. Yeah. That's just her baby daddy. Yeah. He that's right. just her baby daddy. So, yeah, they went to get tacos or something. Oh, pancake. I don't know. Something. And decided to share the experience with us via, I think, his Instagram live? I don't know how I saw that video. It made its way across my timeline. Yeah, somehow. And I was like, you know, nobody ever said they broke up. Y'all was the one saying X this and X that. He told the girls, I never talked to nobody talking about I moved on and I want to be an actor. So, very good chance she just went home. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I... (laughs) I, I was going to wait for Kiki to say that she was no longer with that man, but I didn't hold out too much hope for that. 
Because that baby is like, what, eight months old or something, maybe? I don't even think he's that old. Probably not even that old. Okay. So, first of all, girls don't like to leave their baby daddies. Secondly, they for damn sure don't like to leave their baby daddies when the child is still a damn infant. Like That's fair. If a woman if a woman leaves you when she has a child under the age of two, she is beyond fed up with your ass. Like she it, mm. it, it is a bridge that can't be recrossed. Like she has to be so mad because children that age need so much. And like you really do need as much help and support as possible. So I know how girls are about their baby daddies, especially when the kids are super young. So I didn't hold out a lot of hope that she would actually leave him. So Seeing this video, I wasn't surprised. It was like, you know, Kiki did what any good Virgo would do. She took all that commotion and parlayed it into working even more and doing more things and promoting herself. And now she is ready to post that light skin man again. And y'all just going to have to adjust. So it's like, oh, well, so- <laughs> yeah, sorry if you got your hopes up. Um Cause I, I mean, that would be a weird thing to get your hopes up about it. He had a lot of, yeah, he had a lot of, you know, strange tweets. There was some really weird opinions coming from that boy. But it, have you ever known a woman who had a baby? They don't be wanting to leave. They don't. So mm. niggas really got to take it there. They really, really got to take it there. And that line has evidently not been crossed. Apparently, she also has a tattoo of his birthday underneath her I ass. Saw that. I don't know why that's news or why y'all need it. Like, how do we know? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, here, you know, I hope for Kiki Palmer and for her son and for the family that there were lessons learned um, and uh, roles understood after <laughs> that incident. And I hope that if they are still together or partners in crime, whatever we call them, oh, that God, they're doing that was so. so it, it was really cringy. My partner, my in crime, my dad, my uncle was like, okay, nigga, oh, cheesy ass nigga. Like, what? Ugh, whatever. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I, I want. I want better for Kiki, but, you know, I don't actually know her. And this is not actually any of my business. Right. right. I super don't care. Like, girl, if that's what you wanted, where you want to be, girl, who am I to stop ya? Exactly. That is your prerogative, not mine. You the one got to deal with him, not me. So... Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website. 
crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Speaking of dads, okay. Lil Boosie has a brand new song and video. It's called Ungrateful. Um, and it's dedicated to his, I think, like 16-year-old child and uh, that child's mother. Wow. Um, let's see here. I don't remember a lot of the lyrics because it was awful. Um, so you you pressed play on it. I did press play on it. Wow. Because oh, wow. I thought it would be I thought it would be funny. Mm-hmm. Um and it was funny for like the first five seconds slash like two bars. And then it was like, oh wow, this is so ridiculously outrageous and offensive. <laughs> um but it's also a little boozy. It looks like he shot the video at a gas station and then like a garage. Um and yeah, I don't really know what to do with this information. He talked about the baby mama and them just wanting money and having to cut them off. He said something about her being mad that her brother got whacked. And then he yes. also said something about fucking one of them from the back or fucking her mm-hmm. from the back while someone else was getting their Bleak. dick sucked. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, huh? For Boosie, wouldn't expect another dick in the room. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> why would you have to take it there? <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Uh, I don't know about. I don't know that whole part. But I just googled the song real quick and found some of the lyrics. And yeah, all of this about someone has. This the same nigga fucked your little sister in the cat. Like, what? You ain't yeah, never been shit that. but a fucking also. hood. Like, why would you do this? <sighs> never mind. I know why. Because I remember that whole story about him repossessing the car he got the girl. And because how dare she go to Atlanta and take care of her mama. And now I'm not a good daddy and blah, blah, blah. But like, <sighs> n- niggas are so immature. 
just really emotionally not at all at a level that a parent needs to be at. And y'all really have no business having kids. Bussy Loki might also be dead, but that's separate at the point here. Okay. That's just something I felt like mentioning. Yeah, but just the way he's talking about his child in this song and the way he's talking about her mama and I just hate it. I really do. Also, I don't know if this speaks to his team, him, his fans, media. Boosie has been out of jail now for many years. Mm -hmm. I have not seen or heard much in terms of here is a new Boosie song and I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. And so the first one to come across my dashboard is a diss to his child and baby mama. Right. I hate it here. Right. It's just like of all the things you have to talk about, like you don't want to talk about all, all of the new things you explored since you got out of jail. You don't want to talk about hobbies or I don't know, just anything, anything other than your own flesh and blood to be dragging your kids like this. It's just like something is really wrong with these niggas. Something that I is beyond me as to how it can be fixed. Cause like you could have easily gone and grabbed an AI beat and like made a whole innovative song about your favorite rap snack spam casserole and how to make it in detail on the song. Absolutely, you could have. And changed the game. But instead, you want to diss your child and her mama because they love each other. I don't... Okay. <laughs> um, so that happened. It, yeah. Um, Niggas, man. Hopeless. Uh, oh, Erica Mena, A-Diss the Bam, and Zell Swag of uh, Viacom, mm-hmm. uh, VH1. I think it shows on MTV. Whatever. Love hip hop. Um, we're rested. Why did I say that? Like, surprised. Like, they would not be arrested. <laughs> like, you just couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they were arrested, all three of them, in Atlanta um, and booked on various charges. Um, with Erica Mena being charged with a felony after she allegedly bit an officer, but we'll get to that. So the girlies were down at some place called Luca Lounge. They're lit. There's video on TikTok of Erica Mena behaving like a Tasmanian devil, bouncing around, screaming at the top of her goddamn lungs, just like, you know, lit lit on, you know, whatever she's on. Mm-hmm. Um... Now, they say that security in the establishment uh, attempted to remove them because, again, if you saw the video of Erica Mena that I saw, why the fuck would anybody who worked there want her to see? (laughs) An excellent point. So they told her to please get the fuck ASAP. Um, Apparently that became a problem, which is not surprising because, once again, she seemed quite belligerent. Um, and then things became physical. Uh, apparently, it honestly, it sounds like uh, Bambi just, it's from the video I saw and the charges I'm looking at. Bambi's charged with obstruction. 
it seemed like, honestly, she was in the tussle trying to, like, separate it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't seem... It, um, again, listen, I know that they be 25 different angles of everything these days on, on all the apps. So, I don't know if I miss them. But I didn't see her looking, like, aggressive as much as in the midst of madness. Gotcha. Um, and then Zell... Got simple battery and obstruction. He allegedly, you know, jumped in because they're dealing with male security guards. These are his friends who are women. So I guess he wanted to involve himself as, you know, the guy in the group. Um, uh, Maybe worth noting, Saucy Santana was also with them (laughs) for T minus two seconds. (laughs) The moment... (laughs) The moment that it was clear it was going left, left. Yeah. When I tell you, Santana literally pushed yes. a guard out the way yes. to blast out the <laughs> door. Get the and fuck. I could not blame her. She was like, girl, y'all not finna get me caught up in this bullshit. Yeah. Cause I can tell right now y'all are going to jail. <laughs> and I don't and I don't feel like it. I do not feel like it. Not today. I just got my nails done. I am <laughs> going to have to skedaddle. See y'all right. on TikTok. <laughs> um, so uh, a police officer was called to the, the place. Obviously, as I said, the officer claims they went in and attempted to de-escalate the situation, but then only got involved in the physical aspect of it, including allegedly being bit by Erica. <gasps> Who got uh, a felony, obstruction, law enforcement, battery on a police officer, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, Not her biting. She the real monkey. Okay. <laughs> did you see that clip? Of course I was about Of course to you that. did. Oh, never mind. I was about to say, Jamaicans probably dropped that in the national WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly where they drop it. <laughs> um... So Love and Hip Hop is back on TV. And it's really funny to me because I could have... Somebody had to have just made this up as like a gotcha Twitter post or something. Mm -hmm. But I could have sworn in the time that we were free of that show that I saw a post, I guess I assumed to be relatively accurate (laughs) or true, that said they were coming back. The Atlanta show was coming back, but they were revamping it. That it was gonna be more docu-series esque and like actually follow them like working as hip- people working as hip hop artists and like like really trying to make it less soapy and ridiculous as love and hip hop has been for you know probably mm. been ten years now. Right, but don't they only have like one or two actual working artists on that show, and everybody else is trying to be an influencer? I haven't really watched it in ages. Like I'm struggling um, to think of Spice still what, makes music. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of who other than Spice. Um, Scrappy. Oh, you know what? I saw a clip. I don't think Scrappy makes music anymore. I saw a clip of Erica Banks on the show, um, uh, which doesn't surprise me. Is and she then she, the huh? I said, is she Ken the Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> You're so. <laughs> that tickled me. I don't care. <laughs> Clearly. Um, 
Yeah, it seemed like I feel like the girl Amaretta was on there before oh, they took a oh, long yeah. break and then got right so, off. <laughs> and girl, and it's also Atlanta, so you have no shortage of opportunities to find musicians. You know, like could fully revamp the whole thing, like they talk about doing for uh, oh, Real Housewives yeah. of Atlanta. And apparently, that's got the girls in a tizzy, which like. Why? Oh yeah, Erica Banks is the hoe that thought she was gonna replace Megan. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I had to Google uh, her right quick. Bust it, bust mm-hmm. it. Is you? Mm-hmm. I think that's her. Yeah. Yeah, the TikTok song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I could have sworn that I saw that they. It was like, oh yeah, they're coming back and they're do 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 do. It's the same ass show. The kids be saying anything. They be saying the anything. After every reality show, they just say th- the same thing about Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, it's getting totally revamped, like New York, blah, blah, blah. Like, girl, y'all don't know what they finna do. You can just wait for Bravo to tell you. There's no need to be doing all this speculating. But I I cannot tell you the last time I watched Love and Hip Hop. But this clip of Erica and Spice getting into it was all over my Instagram. Yeah, so Erica and Spice sat down with Shekinah as a mediator, and I feel like right there, we can pull over. You know, I feel like when Shekinah is sat betwixt uh, two opponents with the intention or the purpose of mediating... Mm -mm. Um, tension. Yeah. You have to know that's not going to happen. Well, what about Shekinah would make you think she was qualified to do that? <laughs> I, not one damn thing. <laughs> why would VH1, MTV, whoever, why would y'all put her in that position? <laughs> y'all play too much. So I don't really, again, like I said, I haven't been watching it. I don't know none of these people's business. So I don't know, like, the all the tea. But I know the Erica, you know, she got a baby or babies, possibly, with Safari. Safari, you know, his family's Jamaican, Spice Jamaican, so they cool. And so I guess they had some sort of tension based on Spice's relationship with... uh with Safari and some shit Safari because Spice was sick or something like that or she was in the hospital I remember oh yes I remember mm-hmm. <laughs> and Erica according to this clip I, the clip that we're talking about yeah. Erica felt a way that Safari said something to the effect of if something happened to Spice he would lose he would know what to do with himself blah 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 but didn't have like that same energy for her his wife at the time or whatever okay gotcha and Spice seemed to return, you know, that energy with what the fuck does that have to do with me? Um, well, <laughs> I don't really understand. And then that turned into, you know, I feel like, Erica, you think you're the only person, you the first person that's ever been divorced. Right. You think you're I the only woman with two kids? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's because she also sounds like she could be one of my relatives. But it's just also <laughs> such a, like, it's, it's such like an extreme. <laughs> She said Erica act like she the only person, the first person to ever be divorced and left with two kids. I was like, girl, that is so ridiculous. Um, And then they started talking about the kids and for whatever reason, Spice said something about um, Erica's son not liking her. Erica's son, Erica's had a child since before she was on Love and Hip Hop. That boy must be grown by now. Mm -hmm. Um, But he... Yeah, probably. Um, and apparently has 
no desire to be anywhere in anybody's reality TV limelight shade room. Ass Praise God. Point of view, Praise which God. <laughs> I appreciate and you know, God go with that young man wherever he may be. Um. So yeah, she took uh, a low blow, a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, mentioning her son not liking her, to which Erica decided to flip the table over because, of course, she wasn't going to actually stand up and throw hands. While right. Erica ever She's not going to do that. She's not going to do that. She's going to let security come put some distance in between them. But I can understand and the feelings. Once she was taken outside and away from the irate Jamaican woman, <laughs> she decided to call her all kinds of monkeys, mm-hmm. uh, even going as far as yelling ooh-ah-ah at her when she was getting in the car. Did you Insane. see that part? Insane. No. What? <laughs> Not her making the noises. Go back and watch the clip again. Oh, like, as she's Erica. getting into the car, she calls her a monkey again and Erica. goes, oh. And I was like, oh, you fully know what you're doing. You're not even yeah. like, like adrenaline pissed, just yeah. like Saying calling somebody something. an animal type right. thing. Like you fully meant to like, <laughs> meant it the way it sounded. Yeah. I'm like, look. Oh, boy. I get being pissed, pissed, pissed and wanting to also cut deep because she cut deep. But my thing is, girl, learn how to read, dummy. Well, can she? That's the problem. Like, if you can't There's so many things you could have said that have nothing, you know what I mean, that aren't racial slurs or, or, you know, have anything to do with someone's color or or culture or anything like that. (laughs) Like, especially with someone as animated and campy as Spice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you wanted to go to Monkey because that's just how you, you feel about... The women that look like her. Yeah, I, at first... And the uh, fact that you can fuck niggas that look like her. Oh, well, now you're really shaking the table because this, this and is what feel they love as to do. though you have some sort of priority, or not priority, um... What's the word? Yeah, I guess, like, priority or, like, some sort of uh, status above... Black women, you because niggas, black men often make you feel like revered. Oh, yeah. And extra special in comparison to them. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I, so when I Not watched great. it, I thought, ooh, okay, Spice, like bringing up the fact that, <laughs> you know, she's been a, because Erica said, you know, I've been doing it for 16 years and, Spice bringing up, oh, yeah, your son that don't like you. I did think, oh, okay. See, that was me. It was so, like, oh, right. So I'm not mad at Erica for flipping the table. And had she left it at that and the threats of violence, we would have been fine. But <laughs> same. as a non black woman and as a lighter skinned woman, you really need to be aware of when you are using slurs that have racial connotations like that, especially towards a dark-skinned woman. Like, you really, like, you just really gotta know better than that. And she clearly did know better than that. Like, the monkey noises, that's like, okay, so you, like you said, you fully know what you're doing, and now you're just leaning into it. Knowing that there are gonna be niggas who are like, well, shouldn't have came for Erica Mena no way, because blah, 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 like, Yes. There are. <laughs> I mean, it's already happening. Like, yes, but, but there's there's a there's a way you can hit back at her without making it about race or color, which is exactly what you did not do. 
And to your point about, you know, there you why didn't you just cuss her out? Why didn't you just read her? I don't get the feeling Erica Mena has like an extensive vocabulary. I don't think she read yeah. a lot of books. I don't think she writes a lot of papers. I don't think, you know, to read, you do That's have to I have, you have to know words. To yeah, you do have to, but you have to know words. You do have to know words and, and more than a few of them in order to do that effectively. So, right. But you girl. can't in your in your um, inability to effectively read someone, mm-hmm. you can't go, well, I'm going to reach for racism instead. Yeah. You, like you yeah. said, flip the table, say, mm-hmm. bitch, I'll kill you. And right. then go on. Right. You know, like you you have to just use the tools that are in right. your toolbox. Unfortunately, it seems racism might be in Erica's <laughs> toolbox. It probably and that's something she's, she's going to have to figure out, especially with black children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even when Erica told Spice, like, I wish you would have died on the operating table or whatever. I thought, uh, OK, I mean, eh, I don't know if I would have said it, <laughs> like, but I'm same. not mad. Like, I <laughs> I'm not she mad. She said you should have died, bitch. You should have died. Right. You're angry. Yeah. And and this woman is bringing up. Your son who, and saying, oh, that's why your son don't like you, clearly touching a nerve. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, her son really don't like her. And now this woman mm. is bringing it up and there's all these other feelings. Because you could, Erica sat there for a few seconds and then it was like the rage just, it just and again, When you, when some people irate and you just start flipping out the mouth, bitches can be monkeys, dogs, rats, donkeys, roaches, all kinds of things. But you have to be aware. We have to consider. And again, in this case. Yes. You had flipped the table, had the whole little tussle inside, been escorted outside and then said monkey and then stayed outside talking to producers and then got in the car and said monkey again and then made the monkey noise. So. Damn. So not only did you reach for the racist, lazy insult, you couldn't think of nothing else. You said it over and over like. (laughs) You know, these things don't happen to me for a a myriad reasons, but. If they did, I can promise you I would do better than that. I can promise you. <laughs> well, now she's got a felony on her. Yeah, yeah. For and girl, it could it could not have possibly been worth it. Erica Mena is another one who makes horrible decisions and should not be nobody's parent. It's kind of wild though to like consider how long some of these people have been doing this stuff. Oh yeah. And the fact that they their behavior still is like mm-hmm. wild and drunk and egregious as it was when you were on this, on this show ten years ago, you know you I you would hope that with like time and you fighting everybody and their mom on this for for Mona like all the time, like you would come back in here now as a mom and be like, I'm not even interested in that stuff. I'm just gonna sell my hair mm-hmm. and cry. And, like, go to the club. Like, I'm over. But. Yeah. Like, you're a mom again. (laughs) So, you have these fresh new children. Again, these biracial children with Safari that you have to raise. And now what? (laughs) Now what? Are they monkeys, too? I don't know what color these kids are. Like, I don't know what complexion they have, but. Yeah, it's just a mess. It really, really is. I'm like, it just did not have to go this far. And then Shekinah just, ah, ah, y'all stop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, 
also serving no purpose. <laughs> literally just compare Shekinah to Toad. <laughs> Toad who? From Mario? Yes, that's the noise you make. <laughs> well, damn it. That's... Mario! Erica, why would you do that? Spice! <laughs> Spice, down! That's what you did. You made Shekinah to Toad. Well, Shekinah did that to herself because that's exactly what she, she sounded like. You did great. <laughs> so, what, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? This is here for y'all's viewing pleasure. <sighs> Come on, man. Yeah, it's sad out here. It's sad. <laughs> it's like you could have fully taken that situation and just been like, and made Spice look like a horrible, mean person. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, well. Which, I mean, that was a low blow, so it would have been very easy to do. <laughs> but, you know. Erica, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Erica like, don't have that level. She just not, you know, you got to be quicker than that. And she's not quicker than that. She even approached the table and was like, I'm happy that we can do this as moms. And was trying to da-da-da-da. But sure. Spice was over her ass from the get-go. She was like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, again, I don't know the whole yeah. backstory of or whatever. And but... I won't be going to find out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I'm not interested. I'm bringing this up because everyone's talking about it. <laughs> I'll be watching this one click, clip and then no other episodes at all. So, yeah, I'm not interested. Not at all. No. I see the Miami one is on, too. So just, you know. Oh, boy. TV right now, man. Oh, damn. Oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me because the other day I damn sure was thinking now right about now is when Abbott Elementary should be airing promos about coming back. And these greedy ass studios are keeping me from the show that got me through the last two semesters. <laughs> I want my goddamn Abbott Elementary. Figure it out. And you could have had it back by now. I could have. That's the fucked up part. Oh my god, so annoying. Okay. <laughs> no, because I the just randomly like, thought about it the other day and I got so mad. <laughs> the amount of people that I know who have been working there, it's uh, I'm not even gonna get into this shit right now. It's just like it's just so fucked for the people who actually yeah. make the great stuff. Yes. We and don't does, have anything without the writers. We don't have anything without the actors. Why the actors, the writers, <laughs> the the DPs, the PAs, the ABCs, every motherfucking body who shows up to them sets and shoots the show, who they does are, the thing. They are the reason that these CEOs are so rich. They are the reason. And everyone wants to work right now. Like, I have not heard. Not no nan bitch. Nobody wants to be on strike. Everybody wants That's to be like, working. That's like, oh, girl, the break I needed. Like, everybody wants to be working right now. Right. A couple of weeks is one thing. This is months. And, and or promoting the stuff that they created. Yes, all this stuff coming out, and they can't even talk about it. You just watch a show, and all of a sudden, you see somebody you know, like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and you can't say nothing. They can't say nothing. It's like, man, this is ridiculous. And these people don't want to come off, what, 4% of the profits, maybe at the most? And are like, actually, we can scan your whole body and use it for AI and your voice, too, in perpetuity. And we'll give you $35 in a Metro card. Baby, get the fuck out of here with that. So y'all can buy your ninth yacht? I don't fucking think so. 
So, yeah, still standing with the writers and the actors and really fed up with the greed of a small handful of people in this country, keeping me from the things I need in order to sustain my mental health, like new episodes of Abbott Elementary. I need it. What if Mitch McConnell is cursed? Okay. And, like, it was a curse that some, like, cool coven of people who are fighting the power could, like, also enact on same greedy executives who, you know what I mean? What if this is just, like, I'm probably just describing American Horror Story. Might be. Might be. But I think I'm fucking with it. I still, I still think that Mitch McConnell is fully dead and being kept here <laughs> by some sort of a necromancer or something somewhere. Now, why? Conspiracies, you know, theories. Okay, yeah, you we could to list them if we wanted to have fun. Vicious but rumors. I don't need to start to address. We don't need to address the why. Yeah, you just address the what, which is that dead man. All right, that's it for the hot tops. Let's move on. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment, so let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right folks you've got letters and we've got time yes we do send your letters to ask the read at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show um first i want to do you remember last week when we passed the read from a man who cussed his wife out for eating his muffin top yeah okay. she deserved it well she wrote back and said dear crystal and kifuri wow. As you can tell, I'm married to the pettiest nigga in the whole world. Well, the muffin top incident happened over three weeks ago. I thought we had moved past it. 
But imagine my surprise when I'm sitting at the breakfast table and my supposedly loving husband puts our favorite podcast on the loudspeaker because he wants to play me something. All I have to say is, I know this nigga has issues, but goddamn, it is a muffin top, my nigga. Also, in true nigga fashion, he forgot a few key details of the story. So let me set the oh, record okay, straight. Well, this is what I'm hoping for. Yeah, this is what I need. <laughs> did, I only a- <laughs> did I only ask for a coffee? Yes. Also, didn't okay. ask for his dusty ass muffin when I came in the kitchen. I saw it and said, ooh, because it looked good. To which he replied, you can have it if you want it. Now, I don't know about y'all. But logic tells me if somebody says you can have the whole muffin, they don't really care about it. So, yes, I said I'll just have a piece. But, nigga, the best piece is the top. Obviously, that's the part I'm eating, especially if you just said I can have it. Guess what? I ate it and it was good. And you know what I had to deal with in return? A nigga in his feelings for the rest of the day. I apologize for eating the damn muffin top. I offered to go get him another one. I sat on this nigga's lap and gave him some love. And you know what he told me? Just let it go. Just let it go. But no, niggas are petty and over here writing whole ass reads behind my back. Who raised me, nigga? We know who raised you. I should automatically get access to every muffin top you get for what I've had to go through with your mama. But I digress. In conclusion, I'm going to pray for you, babe, because you got a petty spirit and you think you funny. And that's a terrible combination. Especially for someone who wants to continue to be married to his wife who barely even likes niggas. <laughs> Signed. Should we leave? Buns right. <laughs> I bet these niggas have so much fun together. <laughs> I bet they do, but wow. Honestly, if it's not that, I don't want it. <clears throat> right? Bun said, don't lie on me, nigga. You said you could have it. So, she said, you said I could have it. I'm definitely going to take the best part for myself. So, I don't the know. The whole top of the muffin? I mean, but if you tell me I can but have if it. you said that she can have it. That implies that she could eat whatever part of the muffin, the whole muffin. Maybe it's an issue of miscommunication. He thought he said you could have a piece. She thought she heard you can have it. Who really said what? We don't know. What was really said? We weren't there. But I think maybe, you know, you heard what you wanted to hear. He thought he said what he wanted to say. And so now here y'all are arguing through us. I also think taking the whole top of a muffin off and eating it is, like, psychotic. No, it really is the best part. But if you... I would tear it right off or take a knife and just cut that muffin top right off. You know what? I haven't had a muffin in a long time. Yeah, no, me either. But I'm just thinking about it. Because I'm like, why wouldn't you just, like, cut it in half and then just eat half the muffin? Um, I mean, because we don't want the weird cupcake party at the bottom. We want the... But what's wrong? That It's still... I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. The flavor is the same, but the texture is a little different. Like, the top is smoother and softer, and the bottom is denser. I mean, not not like them, but muffins have, like, that wide top, whereas cupcakes are just little, you know, cylinders. So, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying... The muffin top is the best part. I agree with that. And so, Bun... I disagree. I'm just feeling like if it's not your muffin, mm-hmm. ripping the whole top of it off is just like... It feels like... It feels like... What can I compare it to? I don't... You know what? 
it's reminding me, I think I'm wrong though. It's kind of reminding me of when people get um like cake with frosting mm-hmm. and then just take all the frosting off of it and throw the frosting away and then just eat the bare cake. Mm. Well, I mean, I can kind of understand that too, because some people no, put way too much right. icing on a cupcake. But yeah, no, even when I was like a child mm-hmm. and I saw grown-ups scoop the icing off, I wanted to fight them. I thought it was just like, what are you, why would you do that? Why would you You're disrespect my religion right in front of my face? That is so, it's, why, just drink water, like eat broccoli. Why are you, like, I used to be so you look, confused by it. You're and now, like any old regular grocery store cupcake with that tower of icing on top of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how, why would anybody put all of that in See, exactly, exactly. And, I, and you know I love sugar. You know I love We sugar. know. Oh, yes. But like a ridiculous amount of icing mm-hmm. is just, I can't do it anymore. And when it's Whereas, fake icing, it's worse. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like really cheap icing. Yeah, when it's made with like shortening... And sugar, I'm like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to eat this. I prefer oh, buttercream. Be so yummy. <laughs> oh no, people will eat that that icing in the jars. They will eat that with a spoon, like just yummy. You mean like that marshmallow shit? No, I mean like oh no, no you mean like the yeah, like like, like uh, Duncan Hines Betty Crocker and Betty Crocker. And yeah, yeah. they yeah, will just yeah, eat yeah. that. Yeah. I don't so, even think I could ever do that as a kid. Maybe a little bit, but my mama. <laughs> that was one of those things my mama had to hide. <laughs> she was like you said your mama had to be I told, like I've told the Kool-Aid story you <laughs> okay <laughs> for new people to the podcast just long story short I was a toddler <laughs> were you a toddler and I, I I had to have been because I had to push the kitchen chair in front of the thing okay. to get up there so you weren't and like it six. wasn't that high up <laughs> yes okay I had to have been like very small okay and also, clearly not very bright. <laughs> um, Stop that. <laughs> long story short, my mom used to buy the Kool-Aid that come in a big carton that's, like, mixed with sugar. So it really kind of just tastes like candy. Yeah. Um, and she would put it, like, in one of the cupboards in the kitchen. But it wasn't, like, super high up. It was, a to- like, a three. Like, a tower of three. Mm-hmm. And she always put it in the middle with, like, seasonings and stuff for whatever reason. And... Yeah, when they weren't around, my little ass would push the kitchen <laughs> chair up against that cabinet, that pantry, climb up there and get to work. <laughs> but when I, didn't, when I didn't realize that I was also dropping some of the powder on the ground and then walking, stepping in it. So my mom would come in the kitchen and see little Kool-Aid footprints, little baby feet. And you're like, I didn't do and it. And then also <laughs> half a carton of Kool-Aid missing. <laughs> and so she was like, fine, nobody has Kool-Aid. We're not having and I don't think she's ever bought Kool-Aid again. So. No. She was and so fed I ruined up. Kool-Aid for the whole house. My mom was like, it's not worth it. I don't even drink Kool-Aid. So she was like, no one can have it because you're your ridiculous. Mama, your mama said, This American substance has my child moving furniture. <laughs> Yeah, we're not doing that. It's giving crap. It's giving crap. Yeah. (laughs) Your mama saw the opioid crisis coming in. She said, absolutely not. This is what we're not doing in here. It's not worth it. absolutely not. 
got to it. God damn. Just water. Oh, woo. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Every time I hear that, it takes me down because I can just picture you looking exactly like you do now, except like a foot yeah. tall. <laughs> yes. Like really that. A little chunk. I was a little chunky. Yes. No, I was like baby thick. Yeah, like, no, you weren't big like, face, right? But you were, you were just a baby and so cute, and I could just and thought that you. I was, and I could just see the wheels Carmen turning. Carmen San Diego, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, Lupon, <laughs> bitch. I thought that I was like, I just knew, yeah, that I was just like getting like what the fuck? <laughs> I really, really. You know, I feel like those are the parts of, of being a parent that are fun. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, you know, in, in the moment, it's probably, like, annoying. Because I have to clean the fucking Kool-Aid up off the ground. And you didn't mm-hmm. waste my money. But also, that's adorable. Like, little Kool-Aid feet. Right. From this dumbass that thinks he's <laughs> super smart. And is filled with sugar. Right. And baby feet are cute anyway. So, little baby right. footprints. But like Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid baby feet. So you're pissed, but it's kind of adorable. No. And then no. had to be your whole tongue and lips was red or whatever. Absolutely. One thousand percent. That was how I got caught. That was another way. Like, that's not how I got caught. But that I definitely got the. So you you weren't in the Kool-Aid. So, so why good. is your entire mouth ruby red? I don't know. God made me this way. <laughs> It reminds me of that video. Have you seen that video of that little girl, Ava, and her face is covered in blue marker? Thousand percent, Seamus. Her face is covered in blue marker. She's holding a blue marker. And her yeah. auntie or grandma, whoever is watching her, is like, Ava, <laughs> did you get into the blue marker? And Ava's like, no. <laughs> Adamant <Sweet>. about it. <laughs> and yet. <laughs> you are covered you are in blue, blue marker. Dabadee, dabadee. <laughs> And got a death grip on a blue marker, Ava. Ava, what are we talking about here? Ava. (laughs) Right. Right. Meemaw said, what is that marker in your hand? And Ava looked down and said, a marker? (laughs) How did that... How did that get there? I didn't even realize I was holding Oh, my God. I love little kids. The lies they tell. They are just So funny. So funny. Okay. Anyway, uh, buns and and muffin or whatever your husband's name was. Um, I'm sure y'all's marriage is great. Uh, best of luck to y'all. That sounds fun. <laughs> she did take a shot at the mama though, so I well, know it's gonna go. And I mean, I bet he know good and damn well he can't say nothing. <laughs> I bet he's like, oh well, yeah. Not saying she wrong. Don't know the mama, right? But oh. I know mamas. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into our letter this week. It comes from Marcus, who says. This is my first therapist, and I'm honestly kind of feeling like starting therapy has made me feel worse. (laughs) Like Mm. I said, this is my first therapist, so I don't have anyone to compare her to, but I connect with her and she listens well. My issue is that I feel like confronting all sorts of unearthed childhood traumas weekly just doesn't serve the purpose it thinks it does. (laughs) Work. Work, yeah. Okay. I'm over here creating entire worst-case scenarios daily with the cloud of my entire past looming over me and blurry visions of my future. But carrying my inner child on my back every day is weighing me down. Like, child, I was already at limit and was not accepting any extra baggage or carry-ons. Maybe I'm not done learning lessons from the past, and that's why it sticks around. But I knew that before I started 
Oh, but I know that before I started therapy, I really was feeling lighter. I feel like as an overthinker, therapy is rewinding me and tiring me out. Is this a normal feeling? Have y'all ever taken breaks from therapy? Should people take breaks from therapy? Thanks, Marcus. Thoughts? I feel like this is a perfect question for you. All I can say is that I um, I have had a conversation with my therapist that I, about something I refer to as emotional exfoliation which i think i've talked about no please elaborate please elaborate you know how like when you exfoliate your skin or like you use an exfoliant it'll like Mm -hmm. basically unless i don't know how this works (laughs) maybe i'm wrong but like when you exfoliate your skin does it it like brings all the muck to the it relieves that top layer break you out oh and like Hmm. It kind of makes your skin more sensitive and stuff like that. But it's like a part of the process of getting a clearer new layer of skin. Okay. I like that analogy. I really do. I've never heard it referred to um, that way, but I like that. Let me tuck that into my toolkit. I was like, I don't know how exfoliate works. But yeah, that's what I've said to my doctor before, that like there are some sessions where it's just like I feel heavy after mm-hmm. oh it. yeah but it's because we talked about a lot of heavy shit or struck a nerve or discovered a new trigger or something like that like no one or two sessions with it there at least in my experience mm-hmm. is the same i have some there some sessions where afterwards i feel real sad or I felt real heavy because of what we talked about. I have some sessions where I feel really relieved because of what we talked about. I have some sessions where I feel like it was uh, another routine session, like me going to the gym or me doing any other, like doing this. It was like I did the thing. You know, I talked about my feelings and yeah. tried to, you know. So I don't know. I guess I would say that. Mm. Because he said, I don't know, what's your opinion? Well, um, hmm. I think, first of all, this is a very normal feeling to be like, I've been in therapy and these sessions are bringing up a lot. And that makes a lot of sense. Like, this is stuff that hasn't been at the forefront of your consciousness so now you are thinking about the impact of some of the things that happened to you when you were younger. So, like, yeah, that awareness is the first step to healing, but it can also be like, oh, goddamn, like, this is terrible. Like, like in the Barbie movie, when she went to the real world and realized it's not like that for women, it's Barbie land is not like the real world for women. She was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is this? You know, mm-hmm. it can be kind of devastating to be confronted with the reality and the impact of all the things you've gone through. So... Um, yes, I want to say yes, it is a very normal feeling. Have I ever taken a break from therapy? No. Um, I have been going every week since whenever I started. And we take a break when that lady needs a break. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But otherwise, I'm here. (laughs) Hello? Hello? (laughs) Are you ready? I'd like to talk. (laughs) My doctor in New York had two babies back to back. And so there were periods where she, you know, we took a few weeks off so she could be a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And even then, yeah, still having, you know, newborn kids to schedule would, but there we didn't really have, like, significant spaces in time. And the times that we did, it was usually because there was mm-hmm. some scheduling thing or, like I said, she was on maternity leave or whatever. Um, and my doctor now um, also, like, does some cool stuff on the side. So sometimes... Um, yeah, there may be like a day mm-hmm. where we don't have a session, but I've never taken a break from therapy because of how I feel or felt like I, yeah, I've yeah, no. been going as consistently as possible. Yeah, I just stick with it and get my ass beat <laughs> continuously. Yeah. I, just I just show up Alex. and get my emotional ass beat every week. Um, I would say, Marcus, uh, from my perspective as a student therapist, bring this up with your therapist. Um, She probably has a lot of experience with people who are just now getting started on their journey and realizing that there's a lot more to work through. Like for me, I went because I was in a relationship that ended in an abusive way and I could not snap out of like the horrible feelings I was having after that relationship ended. And so I went thinking that, oh, I just need to talk to her about this breakup and then I'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) when I look back at that innocent girl who thought there was nothing wrong other than this one shitty relationship. (laughs) No, 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 no. I, I probably worked through that shit with my ex in like six to eight months. And I've been in therapy for like over six years now. So <laughs> there was much deeper shit that was just right under the surface and connected to, you know, my presenting problem. Um, and my therapist, I think about this now when I see my own clients, my therapist probably clocked this about me in the first two or three sessions, if not the first one. Because sometimes I can I can meet with a client and immediately I see exactly what's going on. I see it. Yeah. Automatically, but you can't just dive in and be like, "Okay, well, I've know we've known each other for uh, three weeks, but here's all your problems. Here's where they stem from, and now we can work through them." It doesn't work like that. Like you really have to build a relationship with somebody, and you have to go at their pace. Even now, like if I say something that is kind of pushing on a client's long-held beliefs or something that um, they're not ready to challenge. I have to be careful about navigating that because part of my job is to push you, but not push you so far that you feel like I don't understand or hear you anymore. So it's a fine line. It's a delicate (laughs) dance. (laughs) I'm laughing because I just, I I feel like as a client, I feel Mm -hmm. like I've put my therapist through hell (laughs) with that (laughs) specific thing. With the don't push I be seeing them try. No, not the don't push me. It's just like oh. I, I see the you know, I, you know, just the moments where your your doctor or your therapist is trying to say something sensitive or discuss something sensitive, but it's yes. also simultaneously crafting the delivery just for you so that yes. you don't have like the wrong yes. reaction. Yes. I get a lot of that. <laughs> yes. I have my I first thought and then I and then I kind of I translate it for the client that I'm with. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, just regular <laughs> nigga me like I have to filter it through all my school and experiences yeah. and learnings and then also the things I know about you to phrase it in a way. So like if I, I know if I have a client who's really into astrology, 
I can link it to, you know, like being a Capricorn or whatever. Right. <laughs> like yep. you have to, it's, it, this you is... like my doctor. <laughs> Not for astrology. We don't talk about astrology, but yeah. just like the specificity of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, and that's, that's the job. That is what she's trained to do. So, um... I I can't answer whether people should take breaks from therapy, but I will say talk to your therapist about this and see what she says. She might say, hey, you know, maybe it is too intense for you. Maybe we need to meet biweekly or monthly. I doubt she'll say that. I think she'll say, just come here and and keep talking (laughs) and I'll help you work through the fact that it feels worse. Because, again, that is very, very common. I can't tell you how many sessions I had where I went home and immediately opened the tequila. Like, mm-hmm. immediately, just immediately got drunk. Like, the shit we talked about today, I truly don't even want to think about. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I feel like the more you communicate with your therapist also, the more they obviously mm-hmm. will learn about you um, and how to treat you or how to pace things yes. or how to address things. Um, so, yeah, Crystal's right. I would definitely mm-hmm. bring it up. And, mm-hmm. like, what you were saying makes me realize, like, being a therapist is almost like working in hyper, like, being hyper-considerate. <laughs> like, like, you just it's like it's not not like that. <laughs> that's like, when I'm thinking about it, it's just like they're being as I think, at least in my experience, again as considerate and um, what's the other word I was thinking of? I don't know. Thoughtful, compassionate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe not those, those things. <laughs> Uh, maybe not those things. Although they should be those things. Um, every therapist is not created equal. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Very true. And New York and California have the strictest requirements. They have the highest standards for licensure. So, I New mean, you see a lot of New York and California. Oh. So you see a lot of therapists in those places, but also that is where it's hardest to be a therapist. So, I might be a little biased, but I think a lot of really good ones are concentrated on the coast. Not that there aren't great ones otherwise, other in other places. Please don't start. Please don't. Great therapists everywhere, I'm just saying. Um, yes, but anyway, I applaud you, Marcus, for going. Um, and good luck with continuing to work through this shit. It's hard. It is. People don't do the work for a lot of reasons but one of them is because it is fucking hard yeah that's like the main thing <laughs> that is one of the, like the biggest yeah. things is how hard and scary it yeah. is yeah it's like difficulty money and time those are like the top three yeah. reasons people don't go to therapy so yeah. yeah yeah money is a big one too it is money and insurance god that whole conversation oh my god Girl, I could talk for days don't get me started to Nice. But Marcus also said that he knows he's uh uh overthinker. Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. So that's another thing you can share with yes. their therapist. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's good to have that awareness at least. Yes. So. And be but as honest it. with them as possible. Be as honest with your therapist as you possibly can. Because keeping stuff from the therapist is just keeping them from giving you the yeah. most complete care possible. Like, I can't yeah. tell you how many times clients say something and then five weeks later they'd be like, adding in an extra little razzle-dazzle and I'm like, this is not, this is not part right. of the original story that I heard. 
It's like if you broke your whole last leg and you go to the doctor and just tell them your foot hurts and they just put something around your foot. Meanwhile, your knee is shattered and then you come back two weeks like, so my knee's been shattered. Girl, why didn't you just say that? Like, we could... Like, yeah. I was playing basketball on some crates. Girl. <laughs> right, like, you didn't tell me you was playing basketball on crates. I would have came in here with a whole different game plan. Right. I would have set you up for an x-ray. I would have asked different questions. I would have prescribed my job. medication. <laughs> yes. I want to do it. <laughs> yes. Like, I want to help you in any way I can. Yes. You got to tell me what we yes. need help on. You're not, not going to tell nobody. I'm not. I literally cannot. <laughs> I literally will lose my job. <laughs> I will be kicked out of my program if I tell somebody what you tell me. So trust me, that's not it. You're not going to bum me out. I'm not going to be disappointed in you. You're you probably human. ain't going to gag me, to be you, honest. You probably not. I just, you know, <laughs> tell me what's going on so that I can help you as best as I can. That's really what I've it's about. I've heard a lot. I've seen a lot. Yes. Many of them anyway. Like, what's up, girl? What do we need help right. on? If you play me, you play yourself. Okay, I won't go that far, but you know what? Um, to get the be- the most out of it, <laughs> to get the most out of it, it's really for sure. the best. But yeah. um, good luck to you, Marcus, on your journey. Let's end it right there. Again, if you have a question for us, send it on over to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Save big money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Save big money at All right, folks, we're back. It's time for the read. Yes, it is. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Okay. Well, first, I want to talk about this Noah Lyle situation. My God. Please. Yeah. First of all, I'm a little concerned that we're going to have conflicting opinions on this. And I know how that goes when we don't agree. Candlegate wasn't great, but... 
Mm. I'm going to say it anyway. <clears throat> so Noah Lyles won the 100 and 200 meter world titles last week at the World Athletics Championships. And during his, I don't know, post-game interview or whatever, for some reason, he decided to question why NBA players call themselves world champions after winning the NBA finals. So he was saying, you know, we are the world, meaning we, the athletes here at the World Athletic Championships. Yes. And so he was like, you know... Y'all be doing that after winning the finals, but you ain't the world champion of anything. Like, you the world champion of the United States. Don't get me wrong. I love the U.S. at times, which (laughs) the shade and the truth in that. But, you know, that ain't the world. We have almost every country out here, you know, at the World Athletics Championships fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they're represented. Ain't no flags in the NBA. So. That would be fun. Would. I mean, and the NBA has a significant, I think about 20%, if not more, of the NBA's players come from a country that isn't the United States. So, yeah, that's true too. For whatever also, reason. Don't they play basketball in the Summer Olympics? In the where? The Summer Olympics? Yeah, but that's a USA team. That's not an NBA team. Oh, okay, okay, I got it. Okay. So. This really got niggas worked up. In fact, I was a little shocked at how long y'all were arguing about this. <laughs> because to me... Oh, did it go on for days? It did. I mm. mean, <laughs> NBA players got in on it. Kevin Durant said, somebody help this brother. Draymond Green said, when being smart goes wrong, which Draymond Green is not qualified to talk about being smart. How did, would you know anything about being smart or going wrong? <laughs> um... Aaron Gordon said, I'm smoking buddy in the 200 meter, which I have to take as a joke. I have to just, I have to assume you were trying to make a funny on that one. Cause <laughs> ain't no way. No, I think- ain't no way. Like you have to be, you have to be. Um, yeah, it, it really, it really blew up. Kendrick Parkins said, put his brain in a bird and the bird will start flying backwards. What? Okay. Okay. All right. Wait, um, what? That it, that Kendrick, uh, anyway, even Drake old dick riding ass. <laughs> did you see that? I did see that. That even Drake talking about, oh, he thought this speech was going to go so hard in the mirror and not a whole league don't rate you. Okay. So let what? me, you, first of all, you're not even in the league. So like, has it occurred to you that everybody is not a dick muncher like you and everybody not trying to be BFFs with the niggas in the NBA? Like, that's first there's that, all, first of all. Oh, the league don't rate you. Oh, no. What am I going to do about it? Uh, give back my three gold medals? I don't give a fuck. If the league don't rate me, kiss my ass. I Why are we like, saying rate? Oh, you know, it's like the British thing. I don't, you know, I, I, know, guess, oh, I guess Drake is in his, is it, yeah, is it not Yeah, okay, British? let's move on. Oh. Yeah, no, it is. Oh no, who is it? Who who really came up? With no, it? you're right. It's fine. And then um, I've heard the Brits so, say it first. Okay, I'm sorry if it didn't come from the whites. Um, but anyway, I felt like this entire conversation was extremely stupid because the man is not wrong. The United States is not the world. You are not the world champions because you won the NBA championship. Like, the NBA has maybe two teams in Canada, I think. And that's it. 
you might be the best. And and a lot of the arguments that I saw Raptors. was it's the best. Oh, no, thank you, sports expert. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the arguments I saw were, what's the best players in the world? You know, the best players from every country come to the NBA. That may be. I don't think anybody is arguing that. The point is that the competition that you won was not a world competition. Therefore, you are not world champions. Perhaps if you were competing at an event called World Athletics Championships or the Olympics, where different countries come together and compete against one another, you could call yourself the world champions. But you did not do that. And so you are not that. The world champions are the niggas who do make it to Team USA and go play for, go play in the Olympics. Those niggas are the world champions. LeBron and Michael Jordan and Shaq and Kobe and all them niggas. Those are the world champions. The rest of y'all are just on the team. And that's fine. Again, it is fine. But it is not the same. Winning the NBA championship is not the same as winning the Olympics. It's not a world competition. Therefore, you cannot be the world champions. So to me, this is extremely simple. And I just don't know how y'all got. I don't know how we got to this point of, first of all, NBA players calling themselves this. And secondly, niggas being so worked up about it that it is an argument that has been going on all goddamn week. How? Like, I just feel like it is so simple. What am I missing? Yes, we know the best talent comes to the NBA. Great, but you didn't win that game. Great teams lose to teams that aren't as good all the time. The lesser team still won the game. You can be the better team and lose the game. So I just don't know why you niggas are. I don't get it. I don't get why y'all are so wrapped up in this. I don't get why it matters so much to y'all. But yeah, I remember seeing world champions a long time ago on some NBA something or niggas calling themselves that and being like, how? How? It's just not. It's just not that. So that was my whole take on it. I feel like y'all are doing too much behind something that isn't important. And also the man is factually correct. So just let it go. But did you have some thoughts about the matter? I actually am offended. Um, I do have a problem with something you said. Um, Okay. Please tell me who invented rape. My problem is you implying that I would have a differing opinion than this one. Well, I never know. (laughs) I thought that when you said that, I fully prepared for you to come on here and cape for NBA players and say that they are world champions because basketball, nice. Like... You aren't. It doesn't make any sense. And that's fine. Everyone watch game. Game real fun. Basketball player rich. Much rich. Like, who fucking cares? Like, it it doesn't make sense. It's He is correct. Yeah. If you win the NBA championship, you played other niggas from right here. So. Yeah. You might be the North American champions, but you're not the world champions. And that's a big might because you didn't play nobody from Mexico. So, so yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I understand feeling like 
because I only saw like a tiny little chunk of the clip. Mm-hmm. I could understand him like he was very smug about it. So I could understand you like not liking his attitude, maybe. But disagreeing with something true yeah. doesn't help anybody. And as a bunch of niggas who have attitudes, you ought to be a lot more understanding about that because y'all be having attitudes all the time. So I don't even really want to hear that from NBA players. It's just like, girl, play in a world competition and then you can be the world champion. And yes, to be fair, Team USA, I think usually wins, if not always wins. So yeah. it's fair to say that the USA has the best basketball program or best basketball culture or whatever. That's absolutely fair to say. However, that does not change the reality of what competition you are playing in. And this really does not have to be complicated. I'm not sure why y'all want... I mean, I don't think it is. I mean, I don't... Y'all want us to say the Denver Nuggets are the world champions? What? What? No. (laughs) Just no. I'm just not going to say that. (laughs) I don't... How? How? The handful of y'all, the 15 or so of you niggas who get selected for Team USA, y'all are the world champions. The rest of you niggas are just lucky enough to be in the league. And and let's leave it at that. And that's pretty massive. It's, it's good enough. It's more like, than Like, I don't understand enough. why you also have to rule the world. Yeah. And free all my sons. Like, it's not even... <laughs> all right. Black diamonds and pearls. <laughs> Oh, so um, that was really my only read this week. I also, this is not a read, but I just wanted to say that R. Kelly has to pay over $500,000 to um, the victims of his sexual abuse that has been going on for decades at this point. Um, Yeah. And so his music royalties, which uh, Universal has been holding on to about $567,000 of Usher, oh my God, Usher! I am so sorry. <laughs> um, of R. Kelly's royalties. I'm so, sorry that. so sorry to that man. Okay, why would I even oh say that? God. Oh my God, Link! Oh my God, girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, that money is going to the Brooklyn <laughs> Federal Park. We can, yeah, we can hear her. Yes, <laughs> she has been. Barking. Oh, that's why you said Link. Yes, <laughs> I thought you were being funny. Link! No, but that would have been so funny if Link, like, felt the vibes. <laughs> Somebody's probably in the hallway. So, but anyway, I'm just extremely thrilled that for all you niggas who have been streaming R. Kelly anyway and saying you don't give a fuck and all this, guess where your, guess where your little 88 cents went every time? Guess where it went? <laughs> you know right the crazy thing the about that, though? <laughs> you know the crazy thing about that, though? Even as you say that and I think about it, it's like, from their perspective, you shouldn't have a problem with that because why? Mm-hmm. But I I bet they will. Oh, you know they will. <laughs> I played that music so that child raper could have his dollars. I did it for him, not for those whores. You already know. They're going to have a whole attitude. How dare y'all take my my Spotify subscription money and give it to that man. <laughs> give it to his damn victim so i just wanted to say that real quick i thought it was a beautiful piece of news that just popped up a few minutes ago and yeah wanted to share it uh before i was done for the week so that's it for me what about you um okay i don't want to take long 
So I don't remember if we talked about Jennifer Aniston. I feel like we touched on her Fooly Wang garbage a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, if we didn't, here's how it goes. Jamie Foxx uh, posted a meme on his Instagram page that said, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, fake love. Jennifer Aniston reposted this. The girls came at her neck saying it's anti-Semitic. So she then deleted it and uh, tried to throw Jamie Foxx's black ass under the bus, talking about it makes her sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. I still know what that means. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism. And I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. They Later, uh, Jamie Foxx posted on his page an apology to the Jewish community and saying that, you know, that wasn't the meaning of the post. He was talking about fake friends and not Jewish people specifically. I felt like black people maybe got that. Absolutely, we did. Or just people who thought, because like I've heard like damn near my whole life, they hated Jesus, they killed Jesus, and they're not talking about, they're talking (laughs) about human beings when they say that. Like, yeah. Motherfuckers hated Jesus. Why? It's like, why do you, you think, think that you're you? right. above treated any kind of way when Jesus was treated a certain way? It's not directed at any group of people. From my perspective, it's like you know what I mean. But yeah. I also understand that you kind of have to be careful, especially when you have a big platform to be clear on things like that. Because we might not get it, but I mean, we may get it or have a different perspective or outlook on it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean other people do. Either way, for Jennifer Anderson to be like, oh, yeah, I totally agree, and then get dragged to be like, oh, this makes me sick. Girl, shut your ass up. Anyway, that's not why I'm bringing her up. She apparently spoke to the Wall Street Journal recently and said, quote, I'm so over cancel culture. I probably just got canceled by saying that. I just don't understand what it means. Is there no redemption? I don't know. I don't put everybody in the Harvey Weinstein basket. Oh, girl, what? <laughs> Couple things. All right. I just don't understand what it means. Then why are you over it? How could you, <laughs> like, <laughs> think this through, Jennifer? <laughs> What the fuck are you even talking about? Is there no redemption? I don't know. I don't put everybody in the Harvey Weinstein basket. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing that either. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Exactly. Like, Harvey Weinstein, like, losing everything, being destroyed, uh, you know, basically being held accountable for the awful things that he's done to people. Right is, like, not comparable to you getting dragged for a misunderstanding post on Instagram. So I don't... And then furthermore, girl, if you're over... If you were over cancel culture, you would have never responded the way that you did trying to throw Jamie Foxx into the fryer in the first place. You would have been like, well, Django said what he said. I don't understand what the problem is. But you didn't want to do that. So, like, I don't understand what 
your issue is. I think maybe like you've been sitting pretty as like, you know, in in like the white people's guilty corner or like sympathy section, you know, your high profile fine ass actor husband left you for a high profile fine ass actor bad bitch above your pay grade they did an awesome movie together and then went to fucking and left you and then became like a power couple and you know you had friends so it's like you know you kind of I feel like have skated by as being the girl that was just like oh they really did that to Rachel I think she was Rachel um (laughs) (laughs) but now you i think like you have an apple tv show or something like that and just be quiet just be quiet just shut up you know what i'm saying going down to one of these places grab a picket do something worth everybody's time you talking to us about cancel culture it really does nothing for nobody because again as i have said to you and all of your friends i was gonna use a slur I'm choosing to be (laughs) proud of you. (sighs) Cancel culture is not a thing. It's not real. It doesn't exist. It's not. It it isn't. It is some dumb ass, fully, fully propaganda, Tucker Carlson injected foolishness. That is just another way to distract motherfuckers from folks doing garbage and wanting to get away with it. You know, shitting on people, oppressing people, harming people, not paying people, stealing, like doing legitimate crimes or just immoral, like horrible things um, and wanting to still, you know, I don't know, smoke cigars at Soho House or whatever people do. I don't know. (laughs) Like, and now we're in an era where you just can't because... Everything is recorded. Everything is posted. And, you know, the younger generations are like, we don't have clean water, gas, air, nothing like that. So we super don't give a fuck about what you old half-dead bitches want to do with your recreational time or what you want to get away with. Everybody can get dragged, good, bad, in the middle. And that's what type of time we on. Cancel culture is not real. Mm-mm. The people it is be thriving. They be doing great. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> Look at you sitting down with the Wall Street Journal to talk about how the fuck you feel about anything. So how could you like cancel culture hasn't affected you, sis? You just posted that shit, implying that it was anti-Semitic. And here you are talking to one of the biggest goddamn news publications in the guy on the globe about your fees. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Or at least pick a side. Talk about you over cancel culture when you were just sucking dick because people were trying to tell you that that post was um was about Jewish, a uh, Jewish people. Girl, I've noticed when celebrities say they're against cancel culture, what they really mean is don't criticize me. That's really and it. no, the answer to that is no. We're not gonna we're not gonna just not do that. <laughs> but y'all are doing fine. Y'all are doing fine. Girl, fuck out of here. Who was canceled and like genuinely lost their career? You can't name any. Not a damn. I just read a headline today that says Jamie Foxx is playing God in some new movie. God? 
Googler. I, I'm telling you, I saw that today. The kids are all right. And the old bitches are too. <laughs> like nobody needs to be, nobody needs to be over here opining about some fucking like insidious culture that doesn't exist, which are rich asses. Meanwhile, the girls over here in the same business, the same career as you working at Dave and Buster's in, in between roles are at, at the same time yeah. as they, they're yeah. you know, going to set and right now have no motherfucking job. Are you talking about cancel culture where you don't have to work again because motherfuckers were overpaying you for that old ass show that was basically living single. <laughs> and we've left you alone for that shit too. Shut up, Jen. This ain't the one. This isn't it. You have mm-hmm. skated by being the apple and white folks eye, the around the way regular ass white girl yeah. that everybody wanted to be friends with. You don't have to go down this path. <laughs> Just shut your ass. Just shut your ass. <laughs> That's it. I'm here to tell you cancel culture don't exist. And if you want to sound lame, and you knew that. You knew that though. If you want to sound lame, if you want to sound out of touch, if you want to maybe skate around the possibility of being quote unquote canceled, suggest that cancel culture is a thing and you hate it. I'm done. That was I mean, long. it's just it's just so it's literally so stupid. Like all these people, they're still winning awards, they're still getting booked, they're still extremely rich. So it's like Canceled in what way? Your Instagram comments are 40% mean? Shut up. (laughs) People posting bees or unicorns or whatever other emoji. People like being unkind to you on social media for three to four days. Yeah. It can't. That. Stop taking words from black gay people and then just taking them and letting them mean whatever the fuck you want them to mean. (laughs) Canceled was never supposed to be that serious anyway. It was... Neither was woke. It was always... Oh, God. (laughs) It's like we we should be here minding our business, speaking to each other, and then here they come. Literally, we should not even be having these conversations because y'all should not even know our words. (laughs) Jamie Foxx wasn't even talking to you. You reposted his shit. And then the white people was like, oh, wait a minute. Now, had you never did that, probably whoever got pissed at it wouldn't have never seen it. Because I'm pretty sure it's mostly niggas following Jamie Foxx or people who just like whatever and scroll and don't even really read it. Oh, no. He dated What's Your Face for a while. Siri's mama. Katie Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Maybe so. But. White people like him. He was Ray. And niggas love him too. White people love Ray. Jamie Foxx is incredible. Incredibly talented. He is a he is talent. Honestly, maybe of like notable figures, yes, yes. like the folks we know about, mm-hmm. one of the most talented yes, people walking. He is walking. up there as far as like just the range of what he can do and how good he is at those things. <laughs> he sings well. He yes. acts well. He plays instruments well. He's genuinely he funny. <laughs> he's actually fun. He does comedy. Yeah. Well, well like he's good yeah, he's at the good. things. Yeah, like, yes. So, I mean, but regardless of who saw it or whatever, like you said, I feel like niggas immediately knew. I heard they killed Jesus so many times and not once. And I have been to all kinds of black churches, AME, <laughs> non-denominational, Catholic, 
a Baptist, of course, Kojic, Church of Christ. Not once has anybody been talking about the Jews. When I tell you, niggas do not be thinking about Jewish people like that. Like we, we you do have the Kyrie Irvings, you know, you have the niggas. Yeah, a lot of the hotepi <laughs> We are the right. Yeah. You have you have them niggas, but for the most part, I promise you. Black people do not be thinking about y'all like that, especially not to be like, oh, well, fuck the Jews because they killed the baby. That ain't we, no, 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 no. Literally never that. This was a cultural And those of us thing. who do like know someone that have like that frazzled uncle or whoever the fuck who do be talking like that. We don't quote unquote no rate my... them. <laughs> like, oh, God, Please they be the one at the cookout that's that. like, girl, here come Tavis. Like, please get your you uncle before he come over here breathing all hard, talking about the Illuminati and Beyonce. Yeah. The niggas who be in our face complaining about um Jewish people half the time hate my my gay ass too. So oh, no, that's <laughs> like, another excellent. Like point. I'll just be, be somewhere in the now. lineup. Right. So like nobody over here features anti-Semitism. We really don't. Really don't. Like, and. Yeah, people can still be anti-Semitic without, like, trying to be. But genuinely, when black people say they killed Jesus, it's more of a don't ever think that you too good for these niggas to hate on you. Like, don't ever think that you are above, you know, somebody attacking you. Because if they kill Jesus, they'll kill you. It's like, that is literally the saying. It's like... yeah. Don't ever think shit is sweet out here. So <clears throat> I, I get how the, the kerfuffle started, but Jennifer made it worse. And then these comments, it's like it went, it got worse. <laughs> right. Please stop. Just stop talking. Like nothing fucking. First of all, like as we just laid out, it was there's a misunderstanding and delivery in this. Yeah. Con- context needed to be added. Yeah. An apology was given for people who did not right. have the context. And that should have been more than enough. <laughs> So why you are still talking to people about cancel culture? Who the fuck spit in your coffee bean, Jennifer? <laughs> what actually happened to you in your life that has just like... Yeah, nothing. And then you talk about Harvey Weinstein like he's not one of the worst people to ever like do anything Is or work in the entertainment business or... or I don't think everybody's like, Harvey what? Weinstein. Did we say that? Did we Who say said that? that? Did we say prison for the rest of your life to Aziz Ansari? No. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is... Oh, my God. Oh, just ridiculous. Jennifer, do you not have enough money? Do you need some help spending it? You need ideas of things to do? Because let me tell you something. I understand celebrities are humans like everybody else. Trust me, I get that. But, baby, I just want you to take a look around at the real world. People are... People are taking out payday loans to get groceries and put gas in their car. If Instagram is stressing you out, take it off your phone. <laughs> Imagine <Adam>. your only problem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, girl, if he's bothering does... you, then just handle it. <laughs> because uh, he's three years old. What? Baby, long press on that app and then click the X. And that is all it's, you have to do. <laughs> that's... What a moron. If all like, my problems could be solved by just putting my phone away. 
The, the thing is, white women just don't like being told nothing. They don't want oh, you to say yeah. nothing to them. They don't want to feel mm-hmm. like inconvenienced or, or you know, That's confronted true. about no shit. That's why you spiraled out of control at the mere suggestion that a post that wasn't even yours <laughs> was offensive or bothersome. Oh, God. Like what? It's just it be it's just the 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 white woman in a line at Sephora or Barnes and Noble or whatever who would somebody said you can't stand here or you got to go in the back because the line is right there or whatever and now they are arguing. Yeah. Sweet sis, how dare sis, you? how dare you? <laughs> Nothing you say or do in this reality or the next is going to change the fact that in this establishment, you must stand in the line. And the line begins back there. That is not where you are standing. You are not going to receive service. What else do I need to say to you? You know what I'm like? Why would people argue with you? Oh, yeah. What? They'll be like, but I'm white and I'm right here. So what do you mean? (laughs) What what else? (laughs) What do you mean? That's what Jennifer Anderson is giving. The white woman at Barnes & Noble the white woman at fucking Starbucks yeah. who's arguing with you about how much a, a cake pop costs. Shut your ass up. Right. We don't even care. We don't even care. Like, don't nobody even care about you. Just enjoy them royalties, girl, and move on. Like, literally. And you're working. She's on an Apple Plus show, like I said. She on, I think she and is Renee Zellweger or something like that. fucking face lotion and all kind of shit all the time. <laughs> You're fine. Oh, all right. Why? Why people just want to be oppressed so bad? They just want the waiters want somebody to be out here tipping the scales. Yeah. Yeah. Shut your ass up. Oh. Okay. Is that it? It is for me. All right. That's gonna wrap up this week's episode of the Read. Make sure you check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. You can find our merch over at shoptheread.com. And join us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash the read. Any other announcements from you before we head out this week? Yeah, I'm just going to say I've been on pause. Oh, no. But I'm about to press play in a motherfucking millisecond. (laughs) You know the rest. Of course we do. All right. Take care of yourselves. We'll see y'all next week. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 